Well, good morning, Gateway, and welcome to part one of our Gateway Outdoor series, which we're going to be doing this week, next Sunday, and the following Sunday again. So here we are outdoor. Springtime has come. The sun is still behind the clouds a little bit, but it's warm enough and pleasant enough for us to be able to enjoy the natural world. And I'm sure you're aware that in the Bible, very often God and Jesus, when he was here, and prophets and teachers throughout both the Old Testament and the New Testament um, use things from the natural world, things from creation to, in, to illustrate things that apply to our life. And so this week and next week and the following week, we're just going to take a few of those little things that are mentioned in Scripture about how the natural world is so similar, is almost like a parable or an allegory of our lives. And that's no surprise when you think about it, because the same creator who created the trees and the plants and the grass also created the animals and also created us, also created the sun and the moon and the stars. So the same common source, the ultimate source of everything that we see is exactly the same. And so God reflects something of his character and something of the way he works in everything that he makes. So today I want to start off with a psalm from the book of Psalms. It's the very first one, Psalm chapter 1, the very first worship song that we have in the Bible's own worship book, Psalm 1, begins by telling us that there are certain things that we should align ourselves with and there are other things that we shouldn't align ourselves with. And it then uses the natural world as an illustration of that. So I'm going to read this to you. You might want to get your own Bible out or get your phone out and open up the Bible app and have a look at this. So here goes. Psalm 1, it says this, How blessed are those who reject the advice of evil people, who do not follow the example of sinners, or join those who have no use for God. So here's three things here. If you want to be a truly blessed person, this says that the first step to living a truly blessed life is to make sure that toxic, poisonous, unhelpful, unhealthy influences are not in your life. And it mentions three of those. It says, reject the advice of evil people. You know, there are lots of people who want to give you advice, either in person or in publications or online. Um, maybe about a year or two ago, I was looking at a, a national newspaper online, the online edition on it, and this newspaper had an article. And the article was called, Are You Unhappy in Your Marriage? Try Having an Affair. This was advice 
being given by a human being to other human beings, the Bible says here, you'll be blessed if you reject the advice of evil people. So don't listen to their words. And then it says, also do not follow their example. So not only don't do what they say, don't do what they do either. And then it says, and don't join those who have no use for God. You know, birds of a feather flock together. Again, in the natural world, if you look out, if you see a flock of geese, the geese are flocking together. If you see a bunch of crows, they're all flying together. Birds of a feather flock together. Don't make people who hate God part of your peer group that exert influence on you. Now, if possible, be a good influence to other people, but watch out for those that you hang about with. And then it says, so reject those three things. Instead, they find joy in obeying the law of the Lord and they study it day and night. Now, when, let's talk about that word law. I know that we don't live under the old covenant. We live under the new covenant. We don't live under law. We live under grace. But you know, in the Bible, there are different kinds of laws. There's the natural laws that God created. They all apply to us. The law of gravity applies to me, to you, to believers, to unbelievers, to people in the past, the present, and in the future. It's a universal law that the Lord created. Then there's, of course, there's laws that govern the way we interact, the way we live, how people will function at their best, how society will live at their best. All those laws apply to all people. We don't live under old covenant ritual and religious laws. We live under the grace of Jesus Christ. But we can study scripture and find patterns and principles over and over and over that will teach us how to live a truly blessed life. So make sure you don't have this bad influence. Make sure you're filling yourself with a good influence. And then the psalmist likens it to the natural wor world. They are like trees that grow beside a stream. You know, if you lived out in a desert area, planting trees close to a stream is a good idea because that's the only way that it guarantees a continual water supply. And do you know that God's Holy Spirit is like a stream, like a river of living water that constantly nourishes us? They are like trees that grow beside a stream. They are planted. Their roots go down deep. And it says they bear fruit at the right time. Their leaves do not dry up and everything they do succeeds. Now, we are here right now in a farm and you might not be aware of it, but these trees around us are part of an orchard that we are currently in. So I'm going to make my way over to this tree here. And this tree here is actually a cherry tree. This cherry tree is, it is not yet in season. It is not yet time for it to produce cherries. It will bear cherries in due season, but it will definitely bear them because it's a cherry tree. At the moment, it doesn't look like much is happening. 
within a couple of weeks, this tree and all the other trees in this orchard will begin to bear blossoms and the whole place will be alive and pink. And then very soon after that, this tree will begin to bear cherries. It will begin to bear fruit. This tree will never bear bananas or pineapples or tomatoes or anything else. It will only produce cherries because it's a cherry tree. And so the Bible tells us that we produce the kind of fruit of the people we are. It says we are like trees planted beside a stream. We will bear fruit at the right time. Our leaves will not dry up. We will succeed in everything we do. And then it says this, but evil people are not like this. They're like straw that the wind blows away. At the, at the base of this tree, there's a whole lot of straw here. This straw looks like it's attached to the tree until you bend down and pick it up. And then you see it's not connected. It doesn't have any roots. When the wind blows, the straw will blow away. But the tree won't. The tree will remain solid. The Bible is saying that if we make sure that we feed ourselves on the right nutrients and we avoid poisonous and toxic soil, if we make sure we do not plant our lives in negative, hate-filled, unbelief-filled, dysfunctional soils, but we only nurture ourselves with the Spirit of God and with the, the Word of God, which is like plant food for our soul, then we won't be like these rootless pieces of straw. We will, our lives will be strong, they will be stable, they will be like this tree, and they will bear fruit. It says here, sinners will be condemned by God and kept apart from God's own people. But the righteous are guided and protected by the Lord. Just wherever you are, shout out, I claim the Lord's protection over my life today in Jesus' name. Uh, the righteous will be protected and guided by the Lord, but the evil are on their way to doom. You know, that passage was from the Old Testament, but Jesus very often used the illustration of trees to illustrate our spiritual life. Here's Matthew chapter 7. Jesus said, you will recognize people by what they do, just like you recognize a tree by the fruit it bears. Thorn bushes do not bear grapes and briars do not bear figs. A healthy tree bears good fruit. Now, you might not know this because you're not so close, but I'm close and I can see that this tree is a healthy tree. It's got little buds appearing already. And I've been here before and I know what happens in due season, that this tree will produce first blossoms and look beautiful and attractive and lots of bees will be here and then it will produce uh, cherries afterwards. A healthy tree bears good fruit, but a poor tree bears bad fruit. Notice, he says a poor tree bears bad fruit. It's not necessarily a bad tree, it's a poor tree. You might not be a bad person, you just might be poorly nourished. You are not being nourished with the spiritual nourishment that God wants you, and therefore you're bearing bad fruit. And he says this, 
And any tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire, then you will know false prophets by what they do. You know, this looks like a tree filled with branches, but if I get close to it, I can actually see that this branch is not connected at all. And therefore, at the moment, it looks like the other branches, but when the other branches begin to blossom, this one won't. When the other branches begin to bear fruit, this one won't. Jesus said, this one is no use except to be cast into the fire and used for firewood. Now, we want our lives to be alive, to be supple, to be beautiful, to be aromatic, and to bear much fruit and be a blessing to other people. And the only way we can do that is if we are good trees. And the only way we can be good trees is to have our roots planted deep and to be drawing on the right uh, food. And the fruit that we will bear, the Bible calls it the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And here's what it says in Galatians 5. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And then the Bible says there is no law against these things. You know, there's a law about how, how fast you can drive your car on the highway. There's a law about this. There's a law about that. But there's no law that says you're only allowed a little bit of love and a tiny bit of joy and a spoonful of peace. You're allowed to produce as much of these things as you possibly can. So I encourage you, make sure that your life is planted firmly, that your faith is planted firmly on Jesus Christ. And make sure that you are feeding your spiritual root system on meditating on Scripture and on enjoying God's presence and prayer. And if you do that, I want to close by reading to you a prayer from the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 says this, I pray that from God's un limited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through the Holy Spirit and that Christ will make his home more and more inside you. Then your roots will go down deep into the soil of God's love, your life will be grounded in Him, and you will, and God's love will keep you growing and make you strong. I want to pray for all of us today. I want us to pray that we won't be like straw. Our lives won't be like straw. That as soon as a little wind of adversity comes our way, we're scattered. That our lives would not become spiritually dry and disconnected from God so that we bear no fruit. And, and 
we're useless and we're not producing anything. I want to pray for all of us that no matter who you are, no matter what your life circumstances are, no matter what you're going through, what you've been through or what plans you've got for the future, that you will be a strong, stable believer drawing upon all of the resources of God and bearing all the fruit that God has given you the potential to to bear. So can I encourage you, reach out your hands to the screen. If If there are people around you, maybe lay a hand on them and let's pray together. Father God, you are the God of all creation. You made the earth, the sky, the seas. You made the planets and the stars. You made the water, the animals. You made each one of us, Lord God. Your life force animates all things. Today we pray that you would animate us, that you would refill and refresh us. May we be people of faith. May we be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. May our spiritual roots grow down deep into the soil of your love. May our lives be rooted and grounded in Christ. May your word be our food and your spirit be our drink that waters and nourishes us. And may every one of us, in whatever circumstance that we find ourselves in, Bear abundant fruit of love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.